On this week's episode, we're going to have a family chat with all of the kids and me and Sister Marshall. We also have Rosalie here, so if you hear some screaming, screeching, chairs creaking, her grabbing the camera or the microphone, don't think anything of it. Just go grab yourself a hot cup of coffee, come back, and we'll dive in. All right, welcome back. We're here with the family. I have me, Daniel, Brianna, Rosalie. Adriana, Ezekiel, James, Harley, and Sister Marshall. So if you hear some chairs creaking or some babies screaming, we got creaky chairs and a little one here. So we're gonna start with Daniel because he's to my left and I always pick on that guy that's on my left. Preaching, podcast, whatever, you're the lucky guy. So I'm gonna ask you two questions. It's actually one question. That way, that way it's a little more more clarified than than what I originally had planned. But uh, as far as us being so far away and you being a, a new new parent, uh, how how has that affected you? I mean, with us living in Papua New Guinea and 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 you having an, a well, our first grandchild uh, and us being so far away. Um. It's ready. <laughs> I never well, stopped recording. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard a lot of days. Um, sometimes most days. So, if I have situations with Rosalie that I don't know how to handle, some questions you would ask your parents. I don't really have, I mean, I can ask you, but it's... I can't take you out for breakfast and ask you. Yeah. You know? Um, there's days that I would really like to give you a hug. And honestly just see you. Like I don't get what other people get to do with their parents. And I don't get to go over to my parents' house when I need to see them. I can try to FaceTime you if I want. Yeah. But sometimes that's sometimes that's hard too, especially with the time difference. So, uh, being a new parent is awesome. Um, you get to experience life in kind of a whole new way. You life has a completely different meaning after you have a kid. It's no longer just you know just fly by the seat of your pants you know you gotta you really gotta buckle down when you're a parent but um i think uh hearing from you guys is is awesome and i love that you will tell us even when bad stuff's happening because that's i would rather know than to not know I'd rather know, like, if something bad happens, I, I want you to tell us. I don't want us to hear it from someone else, you know, like. That's right. Breaking news. Yeah. So, I guess sometimes I find myself thinking, like, the worst, which is not the way you should be because you're over there for the right reasons. But I, I think of, like, what if something bad happened to you guys and who would tell me? 
how many weeks would it be before I even knew anything happened? You know, I don't, I don't get to celebrate Father's Day with you. I don't get to celebrate Mother's Day with you. I don't get to see you on your birthdays. I don't get to see you on Christmas. Rosalie doesn't get to see you on her birthday. <laughs> we, we have to be like, here's the camera. This is, this is Mama and Papa. But, uh, but I know also that you're over there for the right reasons. So when I do find myself thinking the bad things, I have to tell myself that um, God's not going to let that happen to you. And that's how I kind of get through it. Yeah. And it's been really hard not being able to see my siblings. You know, I, I didn't get to see them grow that, those puberty stages, really, you know? <laughs> the funny ones. Ones I, ones I got made fun of for, I don't get to make fun of them for. Don't get good to make fun of Ezekiel with the voice cracks. Ezekiel left and he was like this tall and chubby. <laughs> he came back like two foot taller than me and it's real skinny. But, and, and, I also feel like I can't really connect with them very well. Because, I mean, I'm bad anyways at talking to people on the phone. You and me both. But, like with them, like I wanted to be a part of their life. And I've had moments where they've called me and been like, I really wish I had a big brother. You know, you know how hard that is. That's pretty hard. But, uh, I think one day I have to go out there. Because I have to see the change you guys are making. Because right here, we don't see what you see. We don't get to see that kid light up when you give him two Kina. <laughs> you know? Awesome. We just know that I don't have my mom and dad. Yeah. Or my siblings. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's really, it's really difficult at times, and you have to keep reminding yourself over and over that the bigger picture is for the kingdom. And I know that's hard when you're back here and you're not there, like you said. Not seeing what's going on. And I know that I call you guys sometimes like, I just want to come home. <laughs> <laughs> But then you sit down and you think about it and you start trying to find those changes, you know, like what what impact have we really made? Is there any difference here that wasn't here before? And you start seeing those little small things and you know that it's worth it because you're wanting people to make it to heaven. And just because, I mean, I know that if we weren't there, someone else would be there because God's going to take care of his people but because we were faithful and answered the call we get to see Amy get baptized when before they weren't really keen on baptizing children but now they know that God can use children too or she comes running up and she says we got the Holy Ghost at church you know or you 
look on Facebook and he's he started made it, making progress with Brother Seo and Satoki and they are baptizing people, you know, whole churches. And it's through prayers and not just us, but people here. But what makes it so hard is knowing that you guys are back here and like when we left, I mean, Harley just got married. They were just fixing up their house and you know, mother wants to be a part of that. And I feel like I'm not, I mean, not that I'm not part of your life, but I'm not here. So I can't be with her and say, come on, let's, let's pray, Rosalie. Mama wants to show you how to pray, you know? I'm not saying you guys aren't doing that. I mean, something I wanted... <laughs> something I wanted to do with her, you know? Or read her a book, or or have her sit in my lap while I read her a book, you know? I can read her a book on Facebook, or FaceTime, or whatever, but it's not the same. And to know that I can't just grab you and give you a hug, or get a Daniel hug, or... Me and Harley spend time together like we used to. I mean, it's difficult. But, like you said, we just have to keep it in our mind that it's for the right reasons. And that in the end, I mean, it's worth it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that people realize, like, what missionary kids that aren't in the field go through you know I agree I think people because I mean it's a I mean it's a spiritual battle I mean I've had those conversations with God like God if you let anything happen to my mom and dad or my family like and it's it's hard sometimes but I think that I think that's why a lot of like missionary kids, like younger ones, they they like act out. Mm -hmm. It's because they have to go through so much, you know. And and it, it is God setting them up for something greater. Yeah. So I think that we have to kind of understand that what you're doing is the right thing, even when we have bad days. And we have to use that to to grow instead of keeping it inside and, and let us grow bitter yeah that's, yeah, yeah that, that's a big statement right there yeah. i mean a lot of people that they'll get bitter feeling like god has taken taking them somebody out of your life you know and uh that that's a huge statement right there and that's something we as parents in the field we think about our older children that aren't in the field with us. Like, you know, worrying about, well, are they at church? Are they are they still involved? Are they praying? Are, do they need me to pray for them? What <laughs> can they, I pray for, you know? Crazy or, stuff, like, do they have food? I yeah. mean, it's just crazy parent stuff, you know? It, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I know you guys are doing okay most times, you know, but everybody has those moments. And as a parent, you, I mean, even though you guys are 
I mean, Daniel, he's like 42 years old. <laughs> I feel but, it. <laughs> but no, they're, they're both in their 20s, but you still have those thoughts like, man, I wonder, wonder if they have enough gas to get to work today. Or I wonder if there's anything I could do to make their life just a little bit easier. Or if they have a flat tire on the way to work, yeah. who are they going to call? Who are they going to call? Because <laughs> I, I mean, Daniel's usually, I mean, he, he's called me in the past. He, and be like, hey, Dad, I'm, well. I've had flat tires with you guys gone. I just call the tow truck now. <laughs> <laughs> flat tires or Brianna, not, not, or she, uh, I, I think her, her gas gauge was like in maybe Chinese or something and she couldn't read it. So it ran out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, th those calls that we get. <laughs> she was making sure she filled herself up, just not her car, right? She, she had to get that Mountain Dew. But... She still puts the minimum amount of gas she needs in yeah. the car. Same. Same. Well, I mean, ga gas is like, what, $5 a gallon? She's putting three in just to get to the next stop. <laughs> so. But a, a lot of people think that technology makes things so much easier, right? And they're they're like, oh, well, you guys got FaceTime now, you guys got Skype now. And uh, honestly, I mean that that's the hardest thing on me is is that kind of stuff where you're like FaceTiming somebody and it, and and then you get off the phone and it it just messes you all up. I mean it's just like you just cry because you can't give them that hug, can't do those things, can't be there to run and get gas whenever somebody forgets to put it in there or. You know, what, whatever it may be. But we won't pick on Bree anymore. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we, we will. Just give us some time and give us some ammunition and we'll, we'll get her again. But uh, other than that, Daniel, is, it, is there any other, other things that, that you have for, for that particular thing? I'm going to let your mom come through and ask some questions, too. <laughs> yeah. she, she'll be asking the, the tricky stuff. I think that's, that answers that, I think, a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you, you hit every area, though. I mean, there's just so many things. And, and the reason I wanted to do this podcast as a family is a lot of people, they, they neglect to think about the, the Daniel and the Breeze and the Harleys and the Jameses where where your your parents are and, and the Rosalies. Yeah, I mean, they... they think, well, you know, Ezekiel and Adriana, they're in the field with them, so that we're going to think about them, but they don't realize the emotional and the spiritual impact that it has on you guys as well. And the, people's like, well, you know, I'm sure Daniel and Harley's taking it, taking it pretty good. They're, they know you're doing God's work, yeah, but we're still their parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. they're, they're still a natural yeah. side of that. Every, everybody, I mean, even missionaries, believe it or not, we, we, we don't like float into places. You know, <laughs> we, we walk in like everybody else. You know, we, we have battles just like everybody else does. And, and a lot of them is well number one everybody i want you to know is immigrations because immigrations is just the devil but the the rest of it is you know the the family the family side of things because it pulls on you from all directions from all directions so brie we're to you now uh brianna just was sitting here and rosalie decided to dump a full cup of coffee in her lap and it was hilarious but like i said i'm not going to pick on brie um <laughs> so so for for you how, how has it been knowing that daniel is is here 
and we're over there and you've had to fill a, a pretty big void you know with us being gone how's that been for you and what are some of the things that you've had to had to deal with there I'm more nervous this time. <laughs> um, I think the hardest, don't touch. <laughs> I think the hardest part is how much Daniel has to put on his shoulders while you guys are gone. He has to take the role of being the head of the house, like for his siblings, for all the funerals and all that. Everyone has had to come to him rather than you, Ryan. Um, if something goes wrong with Harley, we've stepped up as not parents, but as role models for her to look up to and talk to if she needs something. Um, with having a daughter and your all's first granddaughter, it's... Yep, there she is. <laughs> there she is. That, that was, was Rosie. Rosie. That was not Brianna, I promise. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's different because, are you good now? <laughs> she, <laughs> gentle, gentle for just a couple more minutes. She has my parents that she gets, but I have to remember to take all the pictures, all the videos for you guys. Yeah. For anything new she learns, anything new she does, says Birthday. birthdays, <laughs> Christmas, like it's different. People don't understand all the stuff you guys miss while being over there as well. Like yes, you're doing <laughs> you're doing God's work, but at the same time, you guys are missing a lot. Like you missed her first birthday, missed her learning to walk, run, jump. Like, yeah, to some people that might seem like little things, but you left when she was five months old and came back when she was 23 months old. So it's a situation where I have to make sure her grandparents are learning about her and I'm doing everything I can to be there for my husband, my kid, sister-in-law right. when you all can't be there for them. Yeah. You good? You good? And there's, there's been a lot of those situations, you know, since we've been, been away. Uh, you know, my, my grandpa died, my aunt died, you know, the, the first time we was in PNG, my, my, my grandma died. So, you know, Daniel's had to fill that role quite a bit. And Rosalie, need, if any of our listeners would like to buy, buy Rosie a, a Canon camera, she is fascinated with this one. And uh, you're, you're probably going to hear a lot of shaking and a whole lot of craziness going on. Uh, she has found herself on the viewfinder. So like Bree said, you know, it's, it's pretty hard for, for her to fill, fill that role too because there's so much going on in their lives and they also have to have to step in, you know, and when, when things are happening with Daniel, she's got to step in and make sure that everything at home's going well and and all of that. So we're, we're thankful that both both of our adult children, well, Ezekiel's an adult now, but both Daniel and and Harley, they, they both have found someone that has uh, has really been a, a great help to them and it, the, the perfect person to, to help them through. 
all of the all of the trials and tribulations of being an MK. So we're going to let one of the siblings ask Adriana her question. Which sibling? Who's it going to be? Oh. <laughs> Everybody's pointing at Daniel. When I say everybody, Brian is the only one that pointed. <laughs> there I'm we the go. one that matters. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm everybody. Okay. Um, I think if I could ask you a question, it would be, when was a moment that you was you really, really needed one of us, but it, but, but we couldn't be there for you? Oof. <laughs> like, a lot. Like, I'll be like, oh, I want to call Harley, or I want to call Daniel about this, but then I'll look at the time and I'll be like, oh, it's like four in the morning. But I can call Daniel, because it work. <laughs> but a lot of the time, yeah, I'll be like, oh, this would be something I would want to talk to them about, or something I would want to show them. So I'll just take a picture, and I'll end up forgetting about it and never sending it to them. <laughs> But I, I say I, <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I'd say I call them every once in a while, and then I'll walk in, and mom and dad will be on the phone with them, and I'll talk to them for a while. But it's not the same on FaceTime than it is in real life. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I want to talk to them about, but <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk to them about, and like. I'll think about talking to them about, but then I'll be like, oh, I don't want to bother them because of like the time differences and stuff. But I feel like I can call them whenever I want, but that doesn't mean they're gonna answer. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I would, I could talk to them about, and like I should, but and I want to talk to them about, but then like I think about it, and the time you're not near recording me. <laughs> The time zones are just like, like really off. I know what I don't want my sniper phone. But the time zones are really off, and that's like the big, biggest thing is the time zones. But yeah, that's it. It's only 15 hours. Not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. not that big a deal. When it's daytime here, it's night there. Does anyone know? <laughs> when it's daytime there, it's night there. Not that big of a time. I'll record you. So we're we're also going to have someone ask Ezekiel a question. And we're going to let uh, anyone that, that would like to ask him a question, one question, let's not get crazy. Uh, so anybody that wants to ask him a question, and no holds barred, guys, the good, the bad, the ugly. I hate for someone asking two questions in one. <laughs> yeah, two that, completely that different just, questions have nothing to do with each other in one. That would just be rude. Who would do something like that? I can, I can ask a question if nobody else wants to. Do it. Try a different one than last time. Okay. I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got something else I want to say. Um, She's holding the camera. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want to say, uh, before you left, um, now you're going to have to forgive me because I've had a rough couple of days. Before you left, um, it, it, it felt like we were really close, you know? So it's been, it's been, uh, I've been, I've, I've been missing you a lot. Um, I missed when you were staying the night with us and we would stay up late and you'd play Red Dead Redemption yeah. for hours. I know you got in trouble for it, but <laughs> yeah. it was, it was so, it was really nice. Um, Some things never change. Yeah, I, I, I miss it a lot. So um, my question I asked before was how, how did you so easily, you know, uh, gel and, and make friends with the people there in Papua New Guinea um, with, with being, um, in from a different country, but 
I know I just I just wanted to make sure that before I ask you that question that I let you know that I've, I've I missed you a lot and yeah. I'm I'm gonna miss you when you go back again. So. Yeah, I miss you too. I thought about it a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Like those were like. It sounds weird, but those like nights staying up and just talking sometimes, like sometimes we would just pause Red Dead Redemption and yeah. talk, you know? Yeah. And those are like some formative moments of my life. Like, I remember that for sure <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but those were like big moments in my life. It was almost like whenever you and Harley got married, it's like I got a second brother. It was yeah. pretty much, it's like Same. what it felt like, especially whenever we were staying with you back in 2020 and beginning in 2021. It was really like, we got like a really close bond. I felt like then whenever we left, it was like we just kind of yeah. stopped yeah. talking completely. I've, you know, I probably played Red Dead Redemption one more time since yeah. you've been gone in yeah. two years. It wasn't the same. <laughs> so I have never played it since. Yeah, it's not the same playing it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then what was the question part? Well, how, was it so, how did you so? How did you so easily? make friends there um you mentioned that they were oh really, yeah, yeah. really friendly mm -hmm. and, and easy but i just wanted to talk about that but anyway um <laughs> the way that i made friends and mom it's okay <laughs> go but the way that i made friends in papua new guinea so easily and had and like like you said before like how do you have so many friends in papua new guinea it's almost like I was so accepted like by one person pretty much. That one person got me into their friend group and then the friends in that friend group got me into another friend group and then the people in that friend group got me into an entire tribe of people, you know, and then it's like the whole city and then it's like half of Jawaka province. It's like, it, it just grows and grows and grows. But yeah, the way that I made friends was just keeping an open mind. Like, like I said before, it's just like, Whenever you start thinking, I'm from America, you're from Papua New Guinea, I'm from this place, you're from that place, we can't be friends, we're too different, we have different skin colors, we were raised differently, um, we have, like you said, d different financial statuses, you know, like, it, at the beginning I thought that way for maybe the first six, seven months back in 2019, I thought that way, I didn't want to be there, you know, but then, like, you, you start to get an open mind about things and you start to accept some of the things, you know, you start to... Like I said before, it's the white man think think is what I call it. Just like the foreign think think thinking, <laughs> the the foreign the foreign thinking that you kind of have to get rid of and start trying to think like, not I don't want to say think like them, but start trying to just accept a little bit more things. Not everything. Some of the things are crazy. I'm not saying that, but just uh, <laughs> but just to kind of go with the flow of life you know is pretty much that's it that's the answer to the question but yeah now it's harley's turn You're all right so now we're gonna move on to james james is actually one of the first subs for coffee with the missionary so me like talk thank you brother <laughs> so he, he uh i know he listens to every episode and i intend uh, in the near future, I'm going to be doing an episode just with James because I know he's been a listener and uh, I know that, that he's a big supporter of Coffee with a Missionary and I just want to say thank you. Um, question I have for you is, with you being such an avid listener of Coffee with a Missionary, uh, do I do a, a fair job, and this is no holds barred question, answer it honestly. Um, 
Do I do a, a fair job of letting people know of what's going on in PNG? I, I know you get some of the breaking news and people here don't even know what's going on, but you, you listen enough to where you, you get quite a bit. Is there anything that I could do differently to keep our listeners more engaged and knowing what all is going on over there in a better way? Yeah, and uh, and uh, being totally candid, I already answered this question, so I'm trying <laughs> to remember all the things I brought up. But um, yeah, one of the things that I had said was, uh, whenever I listen to Coffee with a Missionary, I work at a school. I usually try to get there before anybody else is there, and I will get there and well, not during the summer, but. No. <laughs> I try to get there before anybody else is there, and I'll listen to it and drink my cup of coffee. And usually he finishes his cup of coffee before I do. But I think that uh, one of my favorite episodes was the one when him and Ezekiel attempted to uh, climb the mountain. Ezekiel made it, but uh, Ryan did not. Uh, but they, they attempted to climb the mountain. And it was uh, what I enjoyed about it was the fact that he specifically talked about uh, Betty, the woman that and her and her husband that owned the property and was renting out the cabins or and helping people to climb up the mountain. And I I enjoy having I listened to the one also where you had uh, I think you had Joseph and a couple other guys yeah. on there and just talked about stuff. And I thought that was very um, not that I don't enjoy hearing you talk too, but it's nice to see it from the side of the local people that live right. there and, and how they how they view everything so that's how that's what i'd recommend to do some more okay. but other than that yes everything is it feels like you're just sitting on a porch drinking a cup of coffee with the missionary Good. so it serves its purpose awesome thank you well with that being said he still has almost a full cup of coffee in his hand this is my second cup oh <laughs> his second cup and i've had four since, since we started recording this is our second go around we had some technical issues the first time around this is more like a, a short film yeah <laughs> this is a documentary so um Harley, like, <laughs> Adriana can't. She's got a camera over there. Pointed at the microphone. Yeah, pointed at the microphone. I did it for us. Anyway, I done it for I done it for my people here. You but, think uh, that camera's recording you? It is. No. It's recording your chest. Got your chest. I don't care. Anyway, we're at Harley now, and uh, Harley is our our oldest daughter, and. That, that she's had a lot going on over the past past well the, the entire time we've been gone uh w without going into great detail you know we're, we're not here to to try to out anything or anybody we're just here to talk openly uh with everything that you've gone through over the past little while uh what was it like having your parents so far away and, and you having to go through all the transitions that you have over the past year and a half so it's hard to be alone, is what I'm basically trying to say is, oh, um, that I, I'm very, I very easily feel lonely. It's something that I've dealt with a lot. Even when I have people, I feel lonely. So having like the main core people in my life leave, and go very far away is is hard because I easily feel alone 
and I deal with I deal with anxiety and I deal with depression but I have my older brother Daniel and my sister-in-law and my husband <laughs> and um, they're they're all very good at being there for me when I am freaking out a little bit <laughs> and Rosie <laughs> um, so it is it's difficult but it's it's I've kind of made a they're still my family but I've kind of made like a a core group here too that way I'm not like putting a bunch of stuff on top of what they're dealing with but FaceTime does help <laughs> but there has been a lot of stuff I have went through just recently like um, transitioning into different paths and stuff in life and and then when we decided to make a transition our car decided to break down <laughs> and then our water went out and then I had a bunch of doctor stuff I had to get done and I had a bunch of bills and it was it was stressful and they were gone and it's not something you want to call and be like hey my life's falling apart <laughs> even though you're really far away so um and see that's that's really hard mm -hmm. being your mom mm -hmm. because we were so close and being able to be there for you mm -hmm. and even though you can call me, it's still not, I can't, okay, sis, I'll be right over, you know? Okay. And then knowing that you're going through all that, I mean, I can pray. Yeah. And I know prayers, it works and everything. And when I do pray, I always say, God, go where I can't be because I can't be there, but you can. Okay. But like before I left, you'd call me about everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what makes that so hard to hear is like when we come back, we're trying to step back into our role again of mom and dad. Mm -hmm. But like you just said, you've made it a community here. Like Daniel and Breeze become that. And then you've kind of become you and James her other set of grandparents. So when we come back, it's hard to step back into that role. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that it's hard for you guys to see us back in that role again because you've made that already. And I know that's, that's probably difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. I hate that you're going through that. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's not. I'm, I'm working through it the way I'm supposed to. Well, I think I'm supposed to. <laughs> you know, you never know what you're supposed to do. So. Do you want us to stop? I can no, stop go talking. for it. This, this, that's what this podcast is. Oh. This is the real deal. Whether it's a podcast or a therapy session, I mean, that's, that's what we're here for. We, this is the... People need to hear stuff like this because they only see... Oh wow, they're baptizing all these people. Or, oh wow, they're they're building the Bible college. Or, oh wow, this. Oh, but they they need to see that 
Yeah, this see, kind of stuff happens. They don't see you guys cry every time we FaceTime you when you see your yeah. granddaughter. Yeah, but they, they don't experience all of this. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's why I wanted to do this, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that people don't realize happens when you're involved in mission work. Mm -hmm. And whether people realize it, whether you realize it, you're involved in mission work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you let your parents and your, and your siblings go. Yeah. With, without a fight. I mean, neither one of you is like, no, you don't need to go. I mean, you both, so. Yeah. And you feel, you kind of feel like you're like on an island, like by yourself. Because there's not, not <laughs> no, I mean like for no, us, yeah. because a lot of people don't go through this. Like right. par yeah. their parents no are, pa idea. like I, they, there are hardships with parents yeah, being yeah. pastors and with parents being evangelists, but like, like you just, no one really understands and with James and I, James, he, he doesn't have any family, and you guys kind of took him in. And then when you guys are gone, we're really alone, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, for us, I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have parents to go to and ask, when, what should I do for this situation? Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're really, and we try not to put it all on them either because, you know, they're going through a lot. So. But a lot of times we do feel very lonely. <laughs> um, because we really, we don't really have anybody. <laughs> and some of the stuff that we're dealing with, you know, and we're, look, we're looking, we're, we're going to talk to our pastor now <laughs> and we're going to do counseling and, but when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard not to just give up sometimes. Yeah. We we went through a lot of stuff this year, and there was points where I wanted to just give up completely. So we, it's been rough, but, and then we get you back for six months, and we get used <laughs> to it, and then we have to give you up again, so... I mean, we, we can add a couple rooms onto the house. <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah, people, and then we have people come up to us all the time and they're like, It's not that hard, you get a yeah. FaceTime. Have you talked to your parents lately? <laughs> no, I haven't talked to them in two years. <laughs> what happens to us is, and then, and what, what kind of hurts my feelings a little bit is we'll go places and they don't know who we are. Until, until we say, yeah, well, Ryan and Kim Marshall are Harley's parents, and then oh, we love you guys. And then automatically, <laughs> yeah. They treat us. Oh, right. nice. It was different before. We were just anybody, you know. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, you guys are like celebrities. Yeah. And the, I mean, the reality of it is that that bothers me. Things like that. I mean, nobody needs to live in anyone's shadow, for starters. You know, you you all of you have your own ministry, right? So, you know, God's going to use you in, in other ways, and you don't, they don't need to be like, well, you know, like automatically starting to put labels on you guys, like, oh, wow, they're missionary kids. Let's send them somewhere. So, well, that may not be in the, you know, it may not be in the future. But, uh, you know, there, there's just so much there. I mean, that, that, that's, that's, that's a lot to take in whenever people start doing that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I... I, I really feel that 
you know, one, one thing that I, I really feel right now is to, to let you guys know, and you know, in front of all of our listeners and in front of everybody here, I mean, you guys think that we've got all of this, these problems and all of this stuff going on in the South Pacific, you know, all, all of these churches were over and all of that, but the reality of it is our number one ministry is our family, right? So if you guys have issues, call us, man. You know, it's because just like Daniel said, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a two-sided coin there. He's like, well, you know, I, I, I want to hear when bad things are going on. But then he's like, well, but I'm not going to tell you when bad things are going on with me, right? I'll, I'll just keep it all to myself. But when it, when you guys have bad stuff going on, you better tell me about it. But I'm not going to tell you anything. See, but well, our bad stuff is, hey, I, I, I missed a rent payment. <laughs> Your bad stuff is like, there's hey, a dude trying to kill die. me with a bush knife. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit Literally every day. <laughs> The reality of it is, if one of my kids missed a rent payment, I don't know about it. I'm going to be pretty upset. It, well, a house payment. Uh, you, you got me thinking rent now. But, but you know, I mean, that, that's a big deal. If, if my kids are going without water or without electricity, I'm going to be pretty upset. Sister Marshall's only had two breakdowns. I'm pretty proud of well, two in breakdowns this on this recording. <laughs> two, two well, or three on the last. Yeah, last time I think she sobbed the whole time, but this time she's doing better. I'm proud of you. Thanks. But uh, I am going to let our firstborn ask you a question, and it's up to him what he asked. Question. Really? I can't. Well, I have one for you. Mom. Oh. You can't ask a question when somebody's asking you a question. <laughs> so, when you found out that your parents were called into the field, what did you think it was going to be like? Like, did you have a thought of. versus reality. Yeah. Let me, let me say this first and then I'll answer your question. My entire life, I have watched my parents go from a, a, a church they shouldn't have been in to not being in at all, to jumping from house to house, from struggling, from paying into the wrong thing, not not the kingdom. To, I mean, just trial and struggle after struggle. And uh, I think my, I think that everything that we went through as a family led you to exactly what you're doing. It took it, it took the it took everything. I mean, if you think about it, you think about the uh, having to not have water one week to to not having electricity the next week. Sounds familiar now, doesn't it? 
from camping for three months. <laughs> you always made it fun, though. <laughs> Going to the hotel. <laughs> but it all led you to being missionaries. It prepared you. You saw what you shouldn't do, and you've grown from it. And to answer your question, what did I expect? Um, I expected it to be the way it is. You expected us to be this far away? <laughs> yep. Not just in distance, but then. Not, not necessarily. I knew exactly where you were going. Well, we did when, when you were talking. The question you asked, based on the question, you said when we first found out you were going. I mean, I expected not to be able to talk to you all the time and not to be able to see you all the time. I actually even expected not to be able to FaceTime or anything, because because of the internet. So being able to even do that is, we say it's hard, but it's such a blessing. It's a huge blessing. I need to quit complaining about it. Oh, it, it is hard. It's, it, it's, it's hard, but it's what it's if we didn't have it? Nothing. Yeah, better yeah. than like letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly I expected it to be like this. Okay. Now yeah. I get to ask you. you get that, yeah, she dodged the bullet. She thought. <laughs> okay. So what? What was it like, honestly, knowing that you've, like, the getting to hold her and getting to have your granddaughter for, like, what, what was it, how many months? Five and a half months to not seeing her grow up. What was that like? Here it goes. Hopefully everybody can understand her. <laughs> Well, when we first found out that you guys were having a baby, we were already there. And the first things that went through my mind is, I'm not gonna be part of her life. Is she gonna know who I am? Because I always felt like we were a close family, like we always, everywhere we went, we always went together. And then even after you guys got married, we had dinner nights and, you know, game nights, movie nights, stuff like that. And then to not be here at all and not be able to see her grow and be able to hold her and sing to her. And <laughs> it was hard, hard not thinking, I mean, not, like I said, knowing if she was gonna know me or, and to see you be a dad for the first time and not be part of that. And to see different things, like the different stages each child goes through and to see you go through those stages with her. And But I'm thankful that we were able to come back and, and she did recognize who we were and that some of the looks that she gives me looks just like you <laughs> when you were little. But 
Except when, for the eye rolls, those come straight from Bree. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're going into the field, you just, you don't think about the stuff that you're going to miss out here. You just think about what God wants you to do and what, what you're trying to do for the kingdom. But it doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> so, I think I answered it. I don't know. Yeah. My, my, I have a question too. I, how does it feel when we do send you pictures and videos? Is I that, love it. Love it. I love it. Okay. Like that Bri keeps me going. Bree and I are always <laughs> really worried that it might that, make. That I am so thankful. Sometimes gets us out of the bed. Yeah. I have said many times to his mom and my mom, I'm so thankful that Bree sends me stuff. I said because if not, I wouldn't know at all what is going on in the pictures that you send and <laughs> yeah, I, I love it yeah she's a little like i like i yeah. said she, rosies are a little and even the food pictures that you guys send <laughs> yeah trying to be funny sending taco now that we've had taco bell again those pictures don't matter oh yeah back whenever we first got there you guys would send pictures of McDonald's and kids stuff. Get so mad. I was sitting there eating a boiled potato. <laughs> you guys send me pictures of this. I'm literally not eating because if I eat, I get food poisoning. So I'm just not eating, starving, and you guys are sending me pictures of this stuff, and I, I blocked the family chat for like three months. I'm dead serious. So meaning always send food photos. That's <laughs> what I do. Doesn't matter much anymore. Or the garage. <laughs> No, I, after we've been over there as long as we have, food here just doesn't taste good. Bacon will never not taste good. I don't like how there's not fresh food. A lunchable. Yeah. Ooh. I have a question for Bree. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Is it? Is it hard for you sending us the pictures and stuff and knowing that we're not there to be in her life? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's hard. I say I forget. Like stuff will happen and like we'll even say it's like we should have caught that on camera for your parents or I should have taken that picture of her wearing that outfit today for your parents or her doing something. It's like we forget because we're in the moment and yeah. not knowing, oh, they would have loved to have seen that. Or, oh, they would have loved to know she'd learned that. Like, we'll tell you all. And it's like, we'll try and catch it on camera yeah. for you, but. No, she don't. So it's one of those, you got to catch her doing it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> she don't like to sit still very long enough for a picture or a video. Well, we're, we're thankful for all of the pictures and videos and everything that you guys do send. All right, does anybody else have anything they'd like to add? I do. What? <laughs> Bree's done, but she has something else to say. <laughs> she acts like she don't like to talk, but. <laughs> I like to talk. Everyone's asked, got asked a question, but you, Ryan. Yeah, wait a second. Oh. Ryan's not been asked the question. This is my podcast. Well, now it's not. <laughs> We're not doing anything with the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> on this show. I can guarantee so you that. So it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. What is, 
I know being away from family is, but besides family, what is the hardest part about being over there? Bacon food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, th I honestly, family is it. You know, that, that's that's the hardest thing for me because we are, and we always have been. I mean, we we've been doing family movie nights since Daniel was like three years old. Four. <laughs> However old he was. <laughs> it's been so many years and I'm so old I, they all run together anymore. But we, we've been doing family movie night. That, that means we've been doing it for like, what, 22 years? He's 26. Tw 20, 27. So, so we've been doing this for a lot of years. And you know, we, we still do it in Papua New Guinea. We, we all do it together. You know, we'll, we'll, me and the kids and Sister Marshall will watch movies. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's still still awesome that, you know, you guys still do it too, you know, as, as a family. But I, I think, you know, I'll see stuff going on back here in America. And a lot of it really doesn't have that much of an effect unless it's like, us right you know some of the stuff that we see from from other people like from people we go to church with or even my parents and stuff some of it's a little tough but the things that have hit me the hardest is i tell you what i i probably cried from indianapolis to almost brisbane when we left rosalie the first time i was a wreck and uh you know when when we lose loved ones when we're over there, it's hard. You know, I, I I always thought that I would come back this time and go fishing with my grandpa. But I can't. You know, it, it's, it's all family stuff that gets to me the most. It, it's the, you know, like tomorrow morning, you know, even though it's... Two or three hours, we're going to go play 18 holes of golf, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll probably lose, you know, 36 balls while we're out there, but it's going to be awesome. It, you know, the the biggest thing that I hang my hat on is, yeah, we're gone 18 months at a time. We are. But what we do with the time that we're here is, is what makes it. Just like this time on deputation, I am... Dad said that your mom's going to stay here with with Rosalie and and you guys. Rosalie's first, and then you guys are second. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm going to Story make my life now. <laughs> I, I'm going to make sure that whatever I have to do to make that happen, I I think that's it's vital because we miss so much. And uh, with her being able to be here, it, she'll get to bond in a way that she wouldn't be able to any other way. And if that means that I lose a little more sleep and I got to use a sound machine to cover up the snoring sound I usually hear, <laughs> then I'll do it be, because, you know, it, it's important that we're all, that, that we stay as close as we were. You know, it, when we first got back, it was a little awkward, kind of like there's a little bit of a drift that had happened. But that's that's natural. We've been gone for almost two years. But now that, you know, we're actually starting to get back into a routine of things, everything's starting to come back together. And, and that that's the natural order of things. 
and, and the more that she can be here, it's going to make it hard to leave. It's all. It's it's never going to be easy to have your loved ones at the airport where you're walking away. But it's easier if we don't have any regret while we're here. When it when it really gets hard is when we start regretting. Well, I wish I'd have spent more time with them, or we could have done this, or just like the other day we we got to take Rosie to the zoo or not the zoo. <laughs> Even when we walked into the museum, I was like, I wonder if they're having a dolphin show today. <laughs> but we, we got to take her to the museum for the first time she's ever been. That, that's a huge memory. And I almost messed it up because I was like, well, we don't have time. You know, it, it's too late in the day or this or that or whatever. But if we wouldn't have done that, then there would be regret. So I don't care if if I got to sleep in the car and let let Rosalie drive me to the wherever we're going. <laughs> then, you know. Oh, I thought she was trying to get me to shut up. <laughs> but, you know, regardless of what that is, we're, we're going to do it. I don't care how tired I get. I don't care what we have to do to make it happen. So thanks for making me cry. That's why, that's why she's my favorite daughter-in-law. I have a question. What do you think? Because, like, you guys were gone and didn't get to partake in me opening a business. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about me having a business now? It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. I think it's great. So, all of you that are listening that like retro games, <laughs> we'll go ahead and throw a video games. I don't know the. Okay, retro video games. Uh, the, the name of the store is Retro Jake's. It's in Connorsville, Indiana. And they also have, you guys have a website, huh? Yeah, and an app for Android. So let, let's hear it. Let them know. Retro Jake's on the App Store. <laughs> what, what's the website and all that? Just RetroJake's.com? <laughs> hey, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people have some crazy stuff. So, so RetroJakes.com or the app in the Android store. They're not cool enough for Apple. Apple, won't Apple so, hasn't accepted us yet. Uh, forever. If you bash Apple on this podcast, you never come back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, make sure you check that out. And uh, I, I think it's great. They're, they're doing great. Um, it, it's been it's been really really good for Ezekiel and Adriana because they both have gaming systems now. It, so Ezekiel he's been, he's been playing. Adriana's been playing. So I, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome, and I, I see great things happening. Is anybody else? You got a question for Dad? Um, no. You have plenty to edit though. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll, I have a question have for mom and dad. Oh. <laughs> Did you miss me, Daniel, Rosie, or Roxy more? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in with Coffee with the Missionary. We appreciate you guys listening this week. I know this one's a little bit longer than most, but we love you and appreciate you. Thank you for your continued prayers and support. God bless.